Uh, hello and welcome back to the Bring a Mick podcast. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what we're doing uh, for today's podcast in a second, but uh, how is everyone? I haven't really asked. We just sort of turn up, we talk, and we we don't actually ask what we've been doing. What have we been, what have we been doing independently? Um, well, I've I've been working. That's about it. Well, the same answer as last week, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not much else to it. You know, I've no... Boring. I had a good um, good session of Among Us yesterday, last night. That was quite oh, fun. I was part of that session. Very fun. You were indeed. You were indeed. Go on, Rory. Um, as you know, I can't do much independently. I need help to the toilet and things like that. So I've mm. not been doing much this week. Uh, did, they manage to, did they manage to fix your toilet frame or not? Uh, no, I, I crashed through that after the Vindaloo I had the other night, as you know. Oh, um, it's a shame, yeah. But these things happen, so we move. Just get an uh, air level, just get a less spicy version. Yeah, but it's just not the same, is it? That and I like a bit. The same as a I like I, I like the spring cleaning, Henry. To be honest, mate, I like mm. the the feel of the fiery pits of Tartarus coming out of me. So I think I'll I'll carry on as I am, if that's all right with you. Yeah, I reckon that is all right, Rory. Good, good. Right. Um, How have you been, Henry? No one asks you. No one yeah, really does ask me, do they? Just because I'm. <laughs> the... I'm the man who, like, you know, starts it off. Everyone just thinks I'm a robot, and I'm not a robot. I'm a human being with feelings. Um, no, no, I, I've um, I've been using that um, that sleep recorder app. Well, one of them. I'm not going to say which one because no free promos. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's the sort of thing you put like you sort of put under your bed sheets, and it and it detects it detects how good sleep. your sleep is. Yeah, is it That's good? It. Don't your fucking sleep. know, Tom. Just, it's just oh. lines. Just it gives me a graph. It gives me lo- lo- loads of graphs with ups and downs. And you have and no idea what it means. Not really. I apparently. Why? Quali- what's my, the point? That sounds like quali- a lot of fun. Yeah. My quality of sleep. <laughs> my quality of sleep apparently was around about sixty percent. I don't. I don't know how. I mean, as a, you don't know if that's good or not. It's a bit annoying because <laughs> I'm not being funny. I, I I lose consciousness about one o'clock, and then it's like, and then I wake up at like nine o'clock or eight, eight half eight or something like that, and then it just tells me. Oh, you weren't really sleeping though. It's like, well, I was. I wasn't conscious, and it says it's it's like giving me little, little ups and downs, saying, "Oh, you weren't really asleep at this time, mate." What the hell am I going to bed for if I'm not going to be asleep? For? It's just like, such a hey, cal- calm down, mate. Calm it's down. such a it's okay. Yeah, it's, right. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, oh, actually, we we should probably introduce the theme. Um, we are going to be doing a Halloween month, which we decided about two hours ago. Yeah. Roughly, <gasps> um, it was yeah, my idea. That's a ghost depression. Yeah, it was Tom's idea, actually. Well done, yeah. Tom. Finally yes. brought a good, finally brought a, a good idea to the, the podcast. Yeah, well, finally, oh, One idea, Rory, <laughs> piping up. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my second off. idea, actually, Tom. But anyway, I looked, <laughs> I, looked, I looked at the calendar, and there are five Thursdays, and that's a lot of Thursdays to cater for. Uh, so we've got four Thursday. ideas at the moment. We need one more. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we've got enough fans to ask us for suggestions. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the nine of you that listened last week, um, if you could... It's more than that now. Give us an it, idea. It just started off quite badly. Um, but anyway, oh, actually, on, on that note, uh, uh, you know, we are, we are growing. I had a look at the sort of the, the three-month graph the other day, and it was, you know, it was slowly and steadily going up. Uh, no, like, ridiculous, ridiculously high bits and then ridiculously low. So, you know, we will be cool eventually, but... Uh, if there's anyone who wants to help things along, just you know, ask your mates. Are you, are you listening to the Bring a Mitt podcast? And then if they say no, you got to you got to alienate them. You got to 
You gotta go. Oh, you're rubbish. Quite think alien. I don't think yeah, that's that's the, the wrong word. word. Okay, but well, okay, well, have a go. Uh, then. What's, if you've what's got any mate, word, um, indoctrinate them. Yeah, or just be cold. <laughs> or be cold with <laughs> them. Until they... Yeah, okay. no. It, it suits our purpose a bit better because they'll follow the podcast. Look, all I'm saying is, if you've got any mates that are listening to the Bring Up podcast, you need to be like appalled at them until they do it. Okay. Because we're, we're desperate. No, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, the theme for the 1st of October. The 1st of October. So the, the Halloween month. <laughs> the the, uh, the opening night of the Halloween month special for the Brew Bit podcast. Um, is uh, we, we just thought ghost stories is a nice little one to start off with. Uh, I don't know how long. We, we went off independently to find our own ghost stories. Uh, I don't know how long yours are. Mine are about sort of two paragraphs each. They're like little mini ones. Oh. oh. What? Mine are Mine a bit are longer. longer than that. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's fine. Bit of variety. Spice of life. You know? You, you, you don't just want salt and pepper. You want cumin. You want paprika. You want cinnamon. <laughs> Why you did know? you say paprika? <laughs> well, I'm just a bit... I'm, I'm being authentic, mate. Right. Um... I'll tell you what, Rory, Rory said you've got like a, a sort of a, a fun one just to kick things I've, off because we I've won't got, be in the I've mood got eventually. A light one. Yeah, got we're a not, light one. we need to create the mood. We need to sort of ease ourselves into the scary mood, but we're going to take yeah. this seriously. Despite how we've started, we are going to take this seriously. Okay. I'm, right? Audience, I will make so, you feel comfortable with this. Close story. your blinds. You close worry. your blinds. Shout out everyone. Make sure your mum doesn't come in. We want a proper atmosphere here. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Go. <clears throat> right, so this story is titled So I tried to F a ghost. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word, but I don't well we've said it already, but don't well, okay. say it, you know what? Don't say it. Okay. Alright, okay. So we'll start here. First, a little backstory. My girlfriend had just dumped me and naturally I was feeling rather upset. I'd rewatched both legally bond movies and ate approximately two tubs of ice in, but I was still down. One night at around 11, I heard my dog barking out the window. I came into the living room and looked out with him to see only nothing. There was nothing outside. No cars, no animals, no people. But he seemed more distressed than usual. Hmm. His fur was standing <laughs> straight up. And his bark turned, into, <laughs> turned more into a whine. Then, completely unprompted, he started jumping and turning his head around to look out the window at a more extreme angle. He was clearly following something, and after a few seconds of turning, he jumped up and sprinted towards the back door. Mind you, our back door is entirely made out of glass, and he ran into it. <laughs> he bounced back up and started aggressively barking at it and jumping up on his hind legs. I've had this dog for three years, and I knew this is how he barks when the mailman, or any other person he doesn't know, walks by. I think I'm justified in saying I was kind of unsettled by this especially when he began running rapidly between the two windows. Dogs don't start randomly barking if there isn't something they feel threatened by. By this point, my mum had come out of our room to see what was going on, and we looked out the front window. After a few minutes of looking, we see the motion-activated lights go on. Now, my first response is, fuck, there's something trying to get into the house. So I start Mm. locking all the doors and windows while my mum checks the security. Absolutely nothing. There was nobody at our house, no animals, no people, no intruders, or at least none that the cameras picked up. My mum and I, being spiritual people, is there an echo in the background? Yeah, I can hear it. it, I can hear it, but it's really quiet, so just carry on, keeping the mood. Okay. 
immediately assume it's a ghost. She's unsettled by this and starts to go grab the holy water. It's a strange thing to have lying about. But I tell her not <laughs> yeah. to worry. It's probably it was probably a bat or something that flew about above the cameras. I don't know much about ghosts, but at that point, my weird mix of sadness and sexual fr- frustration had me wanting to let whatever was outside into our house. I always wanted a haunted <laughs> house story, and I heard stories of people having sex with ghosts. So I figured I'd give that a try. Hmm. I admit I probably looked batshit crazy calling out into the night something along the lines of Come in guys, it's warm in here, we won't kick you out But long story short, I now had a ghost in my house The first hint (laughs) that whatever outside, whatever was outside had come inside was my dog Immediately after that night, he got fidgety and restless and began barking a lot more than usual The second hint was my door One night I was resting it was about two in the morning and I'd just finished work. I'm in bed trying to sleep when my door violently flings open. Mind you, all the windows in my room were closed and a giraffe would not have gotten in, gotten it open with such intensity. The sound of the door hitting my wall was so loud that it woke up my dad who promptly asked, What the fuck is going on in there? I didn't know how to answer him. I wasn't the one who opened that door. The next morning he asked me about it. and I just told him I must have been sleepwalking or something. This continued every single day for about two weeks. I knew enough was enough when the hinges on my door began to come apart, causing it to tilt and drag on my floor, scratching it. This pissed off my parents even more, and I too was getting annoyed by being woken up in the middle of every night. So I, like any sensible human being, decided to make the best out of a shitty situation. I was going to fuck the ghost. Firstly, Mm. I felt that it was rude to fuck somebody I did not know. So I gave the energy a name, Karen. I tried talking to Karen through my tarot cards and then through my pendulum and then through mirror scrying. I don't know what that is. Do either of you? No. No. Oh, well. Those conversations (laughs) didn't really go anywhere, so I decided (laughs) to do it the old-fashioned way. That night, like every night, I heard my door slam open. Immediately, I took off all my clothes and removed my covers. Did I look crazy? Yes. Did I care? No, not really. For a little bit of context, I take sleeping pills regularly to help me fall asleep. And at this point, they just started kicking in. My words were slightly slurred, but I turned to the doorway, running my hand along my torso. I told whatever was standing there, Hey, Karen, wanna like, fuck? Because I'm down if you're down. The door just stayed open. (laughs) So I continued, Oh, come on, Karen. It must be lonely out there, being a spirit and all. Don't be scared. I won't hurt you. <laughs> I watched the door intently, and for the first time ever, it began to creep close. It continued and eventually shut. I was terrified, but also let down. If you think being rejected by a human person is hard, imagine being rejected by a ghost like Dan. A human person. <laughs> Karen never opened my door again. The end. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she didn't. Then. No, I know. It's a lie, isn't it? It's a lie. It's, it's, a, it's a provocative title for no reason. Very pro- well, well, no, to, be to be fair, it I did think try all to of it's a ghost. lie, to be honest. I'm it did, did try to fuck a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Right, but so a lot it, of ectoplasm. I mean, I was, I was actually How thinking... How does he even know it was a female ghost? He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. I'm not even sure that the person was a he either, to be honest, because he said he was watching both Legally Bond films and got through two tubs of ice. True, actually, Could have yeah. just been a lesbian. Well, 
Well, that was an interesting start. start. It is going to be. I, I mean, I think mine are a bit more scary than that. I'd give that in terms of a creepy rating. I'd give that a one. I think. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it was meant to be scary, to be honest, Age. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to keep the mood light and breezy, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay, right. I've got like I've got quite a short one here. It's like sort of um. It's just more. Tom of didn't give a rating. Tom didn't give a rating. Oh yeah, Tom. Oh, give are we rating, rating them? Creepiness, um, yeah. Creepiness, yeah. Uh, on cre- uh, creepiness out of ten, I'd give it two. Two. Yes. Blimey. Yeah, too, because it, it had it had a ghost in it. Big dubber, darling. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, that uh, right. Anyway, um, the I've got. I think the first two I've got are like sort of more like informative, like from the outside in, like sort of um sort of mysteries or like. Uh, I think all of my later ones are sort of um people like telling their own story, uh, from their perspective. Uh, so I think these early ones I'm doing, they're definitely. I think they're they're like more reliably real. Um, so the the first one, the picture I've got is um, it's called well, it's called the Vis Vis Villisca House Axe Murder House in Villisca Lower. I think that's in in America somewhere, and it's like it's got like a sort of a bungalow with right. one of those like, old uh, like sort of um porches. Uh, it's like quite an old looking house, that's sort of out of the way. Uh, on June the tenth, nineteen twelve. Josiah and Sarah Moore were bludgeoned to death inside their home in Villisca Lower, or Iowa. I'm oh, damn, that must be really triggering for some people. <laughs> their four children and two friends were spending the night. Wait, did they you w- just try and pronounce the place Iowa Lower? Yeah, because it was a practice. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to make a move here, Tom. <laughs> their four children and two friends who were spending the night were also killed. And to this day, the crime remains a mystery. Their house is also considered one of the most haunted houses in the country, and guests are drawn to it. People even pay $400 plus to stay for one night. This is a quote. Tours have been cut short by children's voices, falling lamps, moving ladders and flying objects, end quote, says the Villisca House, the Villisca Axe Murder House website. And in 2014, a paranormal investigator stabbed himself after spending the night. Skeptics have been left believers, adds the website. And then right at the bottom, it says, book now. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. Shall we go? Yeah. Unless you've got any other comments, uh, creepiness rating. Um, I wasn't all that creeped out, because how you read it was a little bit weird. Well, it's like, getting interrupted. I'd, I'd, feel, I'd, I'd feel rude giving it the same as Rory's, so I'd say a three. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy to stand on like a three, four. Three, okay, three. We'll keep, keep our standards high. Yeah. In case there's yeah, a really good one coming be, up. Yeah. Should I go, Tom? Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, well, I'm, um, this one is called Roommate Troubles. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I read this one earlier. So it started. Did you? <laughs> yeah, but carry <laughs> oh, on. Uh, well, it's. <laughs> It starts off with um, uh, by saying this actually happened to this person a few years back at the University of Arts in Philadelphia. Ooh. So, my sophomore year, I roomed with a girl named Cara. She was a jazz vocalist, but her main interest was opera. We had a small room on the sixth floor of the dormitory called Juniper Hall. The walls were thin, and her last night's singing and her last night's singing and voice practices would keep me up late. I would. I assume that means late night singing. Late night, yeah. Yeah, but it says last. <laughs> After a month or so of lost sleep, I convinced her to move her last late fucking 
her late <laughs> night practices to the music studios in the uh, Merion Theatre building a block away. Around eight one evening, Cara announced that she would be practicing late for an upcoming recital. Probably wouldn't be home until around midnight. Great, I thought. This means I can go to bed early. Brackets. I was beat. I had a horrible day in, in the acting studio and was ready to pass out as soon as I had dinner. She said goodnight and left. I made some grilled cheese and soup, gobbled it down, and immediately began to prepare for bed. By the time I had got out of the shower, my eyelids were so heavy, I could hardly brush my teeth. I pulled on my PJs and crawled into the top bunk of our bunk bed. I was out as soon as my head hit the pillow. I should take a second to describe the layout of our apartment. When entering the apartment, the bedroom was through a door immediately to the left. Our bathroom was inside the bedroom, just past the bunk beds. Brackets, UArts is, a ni is nice in the sense that you don't have to share bathrooms. Anyway, I woke up to the sound of the apartment door closing. I opened my eyes and groggily, groggily <laughs> checked, <laughs> checked my phone. Midnight on the door. I rolled back over and closed my eyes. I heard Kara enter the room and, st and stop in front of the bunk bed, checking to see if I'm actually asleep, I thought. She flopped down on the bed below me, which was strange, as she was a stickler for brushing her teeth and washing up before bed. Then again, exams were just around the corner, and we were all exhausted. The mattress below me creaked. Then there was silence. I couldn't even hear her breathing. I started to drift off again. I was just on the edge of deep sleep when I started when I was startled awake again by a noise. A key in the lock, the door opening, and Kara entering our apartment, humming an opera tune. The mattress below me creaked. <laughs> I think that would have been better for me if I hadn't read that earlier. Probably would have been better if they could spell late as well. Yeah, I think oh, you read you read that well. I think the... the I still say like because there are a couple of moments where I kind of zoomed out of it a bit. I'd probably give it like a four. Ooh, yeah, I think that's number one probably, so far. Probably about right. Yeah. yeah well, it's going steadily I, up. Yeah. I think that's my longest one. Okay. Yeah. I think, Actually, yeah, but, maybe not. I've got um right. I've got quite a few. I've got quite a few little short ones. I think. Wait, how many? I've only oh, I've only copied and pasted like two of them, so I only actually liked two of them. But I can go onto the website that I found. So if I need any more, right? This one's called shh. Oh, right. So shush, basically. But uh, this is a very very short one. This is a very short one. This is just sort of like a con conceptual one. When I was a teenager, I used to babysit my cousin Alyssa. She was little, maybe almost two, maybe a little older. Old enough to say sentences. I'm giving her a bath before bed when she looks out of the hallway and gets a terrified look on her face and starts crying. At this moment, my aunt's Pomeranian this dog starts going nuts as well, barking and growling into the hallway. The atmosphere in the room becomes uncomfortable and I start getting scared. I took her downstairs from the third floor in the townhouse to try and calm her down. I asked her what was wrong. She said something along the lines of, the man with black eyes was there. When I continued to pry, she looked up at the second floor stairs, her eyes getting big and looks at me, bringing a finger up to her mouth and says, shh, while shaking her head no. That's my short story. Oh. Oh. 
got right to it, right to it. Um, mm. Well, uh, just because you gave me a four, I'll say four as well. What I, do you mean, I just because it's not good then? <laughs> I, I've, good, got, yeah. I've got a proper reason. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go four or five as well, to be fair. I, I didn't find it that creepy, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. fair enough. I like that you had to say Pomeranian, a dog. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd, I'd, I'd never heard of a Pomeranian before that. You know, so, have you ever heard of Iowa? No. <laughs> oh my god! I'm we'll, not put that the, we'll put that in the basket. We split, and where else was it? You didn't know. I just I've I, I've been to America once, and I went to Florida. Sorry, twenty three percent of the audience, or something like that. <laughs> but I just don't I just don't really know. So Nick, anyway, um, look at a map, mate. I'll go who, next. Yeah, you're next, right? Go. Right, <clears throat> this one. It's called Kids in the Dark by Slam Beast. Ooh. Um, Ooh, Slam Beast? Slime. I just said it oh. in American twang. Oh. Yeah, he's a, sl- a Slam. Slimy, little, slimy little beast. Right. Um, <laughs> growing up poor in the deep south meant sharing a lot with my little brother, Ollie. Shout out, Ollie McCabe. Uh, most often, we'd pass toys, clothes, and skin bedi- conditions between us. Up until he was six, we even shared a bed. Neither of us was happy about that. It was my 10th birthday when that changed. I got one present that year, and it was a bed of my own. Ollie was jealous right away, and I could understand why. He had to keep that half-broken-down frame with that worn-out mattress. The one I'd gotten wasn't much better, but not being broken and worn was enough. Sleeping apart was a great feeling. It was freedom. No longer would I have to suffer the sudden and inexplicable kicks to the stomach. No longer would I wake up with Ollie's foot pressed into my neck like he'd stepped on Dracula the night before. At least... That's what I thought. Right away, right after I got the new bed, the shriek started. At first, I thought Ollie woke up in the middle of the night and screamed because he'd gotten scared. Then, the sound echoed through the tiny room again, and I knew it wasn't a normal cry. The room was always black as pitch after sunset. The one window he had was pressed against a long leaf pine, and even the biggest, brightest moon cast no light inside. The shriek just about drove me crazy. Every night. Probably at the same exact time, these sharp yelps would knock me right out of my dreams. It wasn't my mum or dad yelling either. I knew what that sounded like. Believe me! Most worrying of all was the fact that I could never tell where it was coming from. It seemed completely random. One night, it had come from somewhere near the closet. The next, it would shoot out from a corner of the ceiling. Any hope I'd had of having a, my own space would get dashed every time, as Ollie would silently slip into the bed with me, shaking like crazy. He clasped onto me and wouldn't let go until it was almost daybreak. Most times I'd take his hand and tell him everything was going to be okay. That would be over by morning, but I was never really sure. Over time, the shriek started changing. At first it was only by small degrees, but eventually it took on a primal hooting sound of a primate calling out its fierce warning. I had to clasp pillows to my ears just to keep from going deaf. Mum and Dad never believed me or Ollie, because, basically because the thing... Whatever it was, refused to make a peep when they were in the room. Apparently, they couldn't even hear it through the walls, even though it was damn sure loud enough. The shriek just got worse and worse until I felt like I couldn't take it anymore. Me and Ollie were doing really bad in school. We just had no energy at all. I could sleep more deeply with my head propped up and my eyes open in the middle of class than than in my own room at night. Then, thankfully, we moved out of the house nearly a year later. I contemplated all sorts of things. Even a child's clumsy concept of suicide, to get away from the horrific nightly noise. 
There was no problem at the next house. There was a nice white cookie cutter home on a dead end street, and I welcomed the normalcy. What's normalcy? Um, what's more, <laughs> when we moved in there, there was a bunk bed waiting for me and Ollie. No more broken bed. No more second bed I ended up having to share anyway. The only problem was deciding you'd get the top bunk. I told Ollie I deserved it. After all, I'd gotten a new bed way back and he ruined it by climbing in every night. What? He shook his head. I never did that. I'd always wondered why the noise stopped the second I was sharing my bed. Now I had the answer. That's it. Hmm. I, I, I was, I was going to say that was quite creepy and then I thought, oh, he probably just sleepwalked. So he probably doesn't remember it, that's all. It's probably a ghost, considering <laughs> Could this. Could be that. Oh yeah, I reckon it's, let's it's, say it's, let's say it is a creepy pasta. So it's, yeah. it's meant to be a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was a ghost. <laughs> a ghost. Oh, that's 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 really. Cre- I'd, Look, I'd, I'd, I'd give that a five five or <laughs> she six. She was over there. It's nice. <laughs> it was, was a ghost. Really it was really scary. <laughs> a fucking ghost. <laughs> a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what are you giving it, Tom? Um. I think that's my favourite so far. I would, I'd be inclined to give it a six. Oh, it's a knee slide. That's a knee slide across the room. I, I'm saying, I'm saying five, just because I reckon it was sleepwalking, and I reckon you just can't remember it. It was like the thing because I, I told, I, I think I told Tom about this. It was there was, um, there was a ghost story that I read while I was trying to find this, uh, find some good ones, and it was like the third most upvoted one on the whole of Reddit. And the first in the first like paragraph, the first few sentences, it was like I've been smoking some weed. <laughs> and it was like, well, that explains everything, then, doesn't it? If you're smoking weed, then it probably wasn't a ghost; it was probably your own horrific mind. <laughs> so uh, there we go. Well, I've, I reckon I, I reckon I've got. I, depending on how long we want to make this, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying in general. I, I, I don't. How many oh, stories yeah. have you got? Because I've got one oh, that yeah. I think is good, and then I want to save that till last. I've got another three or four, I'd say, that I would happily say. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, I realised that the one Rory just said, I looked at the title when I I was researching mine and I read the last paragraph to see if it was creepy and I decided I didn't want to do it because it was quite long. So I feel mm. like he might have he might have read some of the same ones as me. But this one Possibly. is called this this the statue. I've read this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you reaction then. It's quite it's quite a short one. A few years ago, a mother and a father decided they needed a break. So they went they wanted to head out for a night out on the town. They called their most trusted babysitter. When the babysitter arrived, the two children were already fast asleep in bed. So the babysitter just got to sit around and make sure everything was okay with the children. Later that night, the babysitter got bored and went to watch TV, but she couldn't watch it downstairs because they did not have cable downstairs. The parents didn't want to, didn't want the um, the children watching too much garbage, so she called them and asked them if she could um, watch table uh, cable in the parents' room. Of course, the parents said it was okay. The babysitter had one final request. She asked if she could cover up the angel statue outside the bedroom with a blanket or a cloth because it made her nervous. The phone line went silent for a moment, and the father, who was talking to the babysitter um, at the time, said, Take the children and get out of the house. We'll call the police. We don't have an angel statue. 
The police found both of the children and the babysitter slumped in pools of their own blood within three minutes of the call. No statue was found. <laughs> Damn. I, 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 I have heard that one before. That's like, that's like the sort of one you definitely, like, people just kind of share randomly outside of the Reddit page. It's yeah, quite famous. Probably. I, I, I do like that one, though. I don't remember it being an angel statue. I think it was maybe, I, might have been something else. I thought about probably. doing that one. But then I read it and it was <laughs> the guy on the phone went, we don't own an angel statue. And it just made me laugh. It just seemed the odd thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine right on the last second if he was like, if the wife would just went, no, no, we do own the angel statue. We were trying to check it out. We got it out of the loft, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I thought was questionable is when he said, get the children, get out of the house now because of an angel statue. Yeah, that, that I was has, thinking that as well. no idea, He has no idea about it. And he's like, Oh god, they better leave the house because there's a statue. <laughs> yeah, what a threat! Oh, I don't know. I, I found it nice. Angel. I was soaked yeah. in enough on that kind. Of, I, I, that story in particular, I was soaked in enough to sort of to sort of feel it without questioning that that little detail. So I, I'd give that like a solid seven. I'd say. I, I find I'm, that creepy. I like how it all ties together. I'm, I'm not, not, not too long I'm as not, well. I'm not trying to be bitter. I, I, it just didn't really creep me out. I'd give that like a five. Yeah. Four. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, you know. Uh, to be fair, statues are quite creepy. They can I, sh- I don't think they should have done angels. angel statue. I think they should have said like, oh, the dark Dad, silhouette like, of a man or something. Like, you should have got rid I, of the dark silhouette of a man or something. I don't think... Yeah, that, <laughs> just like, she calls him up and like, can I put a cloth over the dark silhouette the dark of a man, silhouette please? Of a man. <laughs> it's creeping me out. We don't have a dark silhouette of a man. <laughs> Leave now! <laughs> There's an odd man with, uh, with someone else's skin stitched on his face and a chainsaw. Can I cover can up I that? Can, can I cover like that? Can you imagine like this? There's a horde of zombies in your room. Can I cover them up with a cloth? So we own a horde of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, I don't think that story would have worked much unless it was like a a doll, maybe. Maybe it was Chuck. I think a doll would have been better for that. That probably would yeah. have scared me more. Um, we don't own a dog silhouette of a man. So what? <laughs> we are like two each. We've done like two each. Do you want to do two yeah. more each? Because I think I like just pick our pick our best two. Sounds yeah. Sounds be. good. Uh, right. I don't know whether to go for Demon in the Dark or <laughs> or the one. Because there's one where I think it's like a decent story, but it's not that scary, so I don't know if I would go for it. So, yeah, that's okay, what I'm no, thinking. I'm, with, the less scary I'm, one. I'm, hmm? I'm thinking I'm not going to do darkness in the rearview mirror because I don't think it's scary enough. I think this one's slightly scary, but I don't I've think it's getting one least well, Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Did you just <laughs> type in the same thing into Google? I don't know. I just went on creepy pastas and stuff. Oh, I, I did original research. Mm-hmm. It's, all right. it's all right, guys. It's all right, guys. I I went a completely different route. I, I no, on, no one would have heard of my stuff. Scare uh, this one's called Demon in the Dark. I actually can't remember what it was, so it might surprise me. Oh. My, oh. anyway, my family travelled to the south of France to stay in a cottage owned by. Wait, I tell you what, <laughs> I wanted to do. No, 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 no. I was just thinking like, <laughs> bloody creepy. Right, one. Tom. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. I was thinking to myself, I've got a new mic. I wanted to do some wind noise. So I've decided <laughs> it's it was a windy day in the south of France. 
<laughs> there we go. It's a windy day in the south of France to stay in cottage. Okay, they were in a cottage owned by someone my my dad worked with. It was a it was a particularly drafty cottage. The owners visited occasionally, but the summer it was free, and we had ten days booked in there. After a long two days on the road, we drove down a steep driveway towards a secluded mill cottage, where the water wheel sat static alongside the stone house. There was a deep cellar with stone stairs down under the wheel next to the house, and a small river circled the place. We went into the house and chose rooms, but being set down in a small copse, I don't know what that is, but the house was draft and cold from lack of use. There we go. It was drafty. We settled in and turned all of the heating on, yet the house remained cold and felt damp and windy. <laughs> the first night, we had set a fire in the living room and listened to a couple of audio books before my sister and I went to sleep. <laughs> my parents stayed up a little longer, then we went to bed. Around midnight, they both woke up at exactly the same time, and the door to their bedroom was opening slowly. At first, they thought it was my sister, until they saw a large, dark silhouette of a man framed in the doorway, standing stock still, just looking in their direction as if appraising them. After a short period, the shape turned and started to move as if satisfied, and disappeared. They looked at each other, but didn't speak, and both went back to sleep. The next morning, the house felt warm and dry, and the sunlight was back through the windows as if something had lifted and accepted them. They spoke the next day and both agreed that although they were sceptics, it could not have been anything other than something supernatural in that doorway, deciding their worth. End. Why Why on earth would they both wake up and see a dark silhouette of a man? Um, and not put a cloth on it. <laughs> 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 but in their doorway, they just both look at each other and go, eh. And it just goes back to sleep. Well, they, they might, I don't know, I think they, they might have had a conversation. They might just not have included that in the chat. In the, I don't know. It would have been so Someone much better. Cloth. If they saw him, they were like, quick, the cloth! <laughs> Wait a second, darling. We don't own a dog silhouette of a man. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay, fair enough that, like, I just, you know, it's supernatural. You're not supposed to be able... It's not supposed to be, like, ordinary, like, oh, why didn't they have a conversation? It might have scared them so much, or they might have... It might have been, like, they might have been half asleep, or I don't know, you know, there's... You never know, do you? You never... So what are, what are we reckon, creepy rated? Um, because of the faulty start and the wind, it's yeah. put, it took me out of the moment, I think. I think it Definitely. If, so I would... I'd give it a four... I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll be nice, and I'll give it a five. Alright. <laughs> not happy with that. Go on, Roy. Um, okay, my one is a real story from my mum that she told me. She's told me Ooh. quite a few times. Are you, is this um, isn't your best one, is it, Rory? This isn't your like finale one. Well, I don't know because. Well, I'll just read it. I'm not gonna. I don't want to ruin anything. But no, this isn't my finale. Um, okay. Is it the wooded right. demon from when we were on holiday? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. No, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, right. When my mum was 16, she was home alone. Her parents had left to go and visit her grandmother in Hampshire. who was pretty much on her deathbed. I, I can't remember what with. Um, she fell asleep around 10, 11-ish. 
by her recollection anyway. And in the middle of the night, well, it wasn't the middle of the night, it was 5.30, she woke up to her grandmother beside her bed. She had like a greyish hue to her. And uh, I think because she was a teenager and, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't really, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're more annoyed that you're awake than that something's there. And she just sort of fell back to sleep. Um, (laughs) Why have you woken me up? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then she woke up in the morning, obviously confused, thinking it was a dream or whatever, and got a call from her mum saying that her grandmother had died this morning at 5.30. Oh, blimey. That's, that sounded a lot like one of the. That was a very similar story to, to something. I, 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 I wrote it out. To be fair, my mum told me the details, and I decided to write it in a little paragraph. I wonder if it's almost demeaning to give it a creepy rating after it's literally been told by your mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't really that creepy. You need to do better. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I mean, she didn't she didn't tell it to me for it to be creepy. Mm. It's just. I just thought it'd be interesting to add a real story in. I'll give, I'll give it like a... I'll give it... Uh, it's more of an interesting than a creepy, so I'll probably give it like a four. Because yeah. like, yeah, of the I realism. Think... Because of the realism, that, that boosts it. Yeah. yeah I don't, that's what I was thinking, because it's... I mean, it's... Because we know. One it's actually... We, we can corroborate the story with, so... Yeah. Um, mm. I'd, I'd say like a five or a six. Nice, nice. So, so silhouette in the doorway was less scary than, than a grandmother sitting on the corner of a bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would say you think, you think it was more scary than I. So I tried to fuck a ghost then. Um, most Obviously. definitely, you would say. You would say, okay. It sounded more like erotica. <laughs> <laughs> erotica. Erotica. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, who's next? Is it Tom? I believe so. It's Tom, right? right. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll ask you: Do you want to hear Cottage Weekend or mm-hmm. this or the School Bus? School Bus. Well, I, haven't, I haven't heard either of these. So yeah, go go School Bus. All right. You're already this one's out quite of sure. I sat on the bus on my way to school, listening to music and paying little to no attention to the other students. At one of the stops, my, nine, my mind snapped back to reality. Um, up there goes gravity. Uh, I looked towards the small house, Tommy's house, I thought. Oh, I have heard slipped. this one. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> A hand slipped through the drapes of the window and waved, um, waved at the bus. He's sick, I thought, paying no large amount of attention to the situation. The day flew by. I watched the local news after school and I heard that Tommy's family had been murdered that morning by an unknown suspect. After hearing the news, I moved back up to my room and quietly fell asleep. The next day, I sat on the bus. We drove past Tommy's house and the bus driver, unaware of Tommy, Tommy's fatality, family's fate, stopped at his home. As I was about to get up and explain to her what had happened, something caught my eye. A pale hand slipped through the drapes of the window, waved the bus to move on. I sat on the bus, terrified. Mm. Chills. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to change that, and but I, I couldn't like 
authenticity improvise. Tom. I couldn't improvise enough because I wanted to change it so that the hand that moved them on was actually the murderer and not a ghost. And then the second time, you didn't see anything, but I didn't improvise it well enough and I didn't prepare. I wouldn't improvise it anyway because we want the, the, the real account, don't we? What, mm. what? Yeah, no, it's was, was really creepy. I, I did think I did think with the drapes, it, was like some, <laughs> he, it looked like he had been kept at, uh, kept at bay by some cloth. Looked like he was trying to get his hand through. <laughs> So, and a cloth had stopped him from managing to get out completely. Uh, I really I, figured I, I out that cloths are the, are the fight, are the best weapon against ghosts. Yes. But they wear cloths, don't they? That's, oh. that's, yeah. yeah I, think that's, that's, I think that's a stereotype that ghosts wouldn't be happy with. That is a disgusting stereotype, Henry. That just that's how you learn. You, you review well. stereotypes and that's how you learn in life. You're a discriminatory, disgusting boy. Mm. Right, we need the next one. Uh, okay, well, well, we need to race it. I'll give that a six. Oh, uh, I'll give that a five. Mm. I really hope Rory I, hasn't I've heard, heard my before. last one. I don't think <laughs> you have. Um, did, you, did you read Cottage Weekend? I don't know. Okay, cool. I, I right. can't remember. Co- I will go for my last one then. It's called Family Reunion. It's a, it, this was a Reddit story uh, told by Big Chala. I don't know if that's like a. I don't know if that's like a, um, a, a thing on Black Panther or something. Uh, what is Wait, Big Chala? It's like it, the user's name oh, is Big Chala, like, like spelled t- like T'Challa. Like yeah. I don't know if it it's a reference be. of that, but anyway, right. One day when my daughter was two. We were having a typical terrible twos moment. She was throwing a bit of a tantrum for about five to ten minutes. So we couldn't get her under control. At some point, she rather suddenly stopped and started staring at the wall. She then started lightly giggling. It was weird. One second she is crying and screaming, and the next she's smiling and happy. Then she starts saying funny lady over and over. We asked her who she saw, and she pointed to the wall again and said the funny lady. When we asked her when we asked her to describe who she saw, she described my deceased grandmother. I mean exactly described her. She had never met her, and I don't think had ever seen her in a picture. Not that a two year old could remember a picture. I'm not much of a believer in the paranormal, but I know for sure that my daughter got a chance to meet my mum, and that makes me happy. When I got when I told the story to my parents, they didn't seem as shocked as I was. When I tried to get a response from them, they looked at me and said, I guess you don't remember that you met your deceased grandfather when you were three. The same exact thing happened to you 30 years ago. Not not quite the music I'd do, Tom, for that. What do we reckon? Um. Yeah, it was yeah, decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the whole thing that like is because it happened to her as well. The the mum, it happened to her when she was a kid. No, I got. She said like that. I did like that. That was that was a nice tie in. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. Okay, so, yeah, I, think that's I, I can I, I can I can agree with that. That's my first six. Don't be a sheep, Tom. All right, I, I, um, so I'm the only one who's given out seven. <laughs> I'm the only one who's given out a seven then. Seven or high, yeah. Well, mm. Obviously, easily scared, aren't you? 
Yeah, it's it's hard well, do for get so stories cute. like this to be open, like really creepy. Are you scared? There are some that are, but they're <laughs> but they're really long. Sound like James McAvoy on that CBeebies thing. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Are you ready for bed? You got your daddy bear with you. Yeah. Um, right. Um, top Tom and Rory. I think Rory. Rory said he's got like, the best one. So do, do you want to go again, Tom? Rory, we wanted to save Rory's one for the finale. Uh, the best one. I said I tried to find the best one, but either Electric. way, I've got a decent one. Okay. Right. Well, I can I can say Cottage Weekend now. Okay. Okay. Rob brings a girl to our annual Cottage Weekend for the first time in eight years, rounding out our group to an even six. Initially, we were wary of including someone we didn't quite know, but it isn't too long before she wins us over with her friendly, laid-back personality. And, as a bonus, she brought with her salted caramel cupcakes, an after-dinner treat that we devour as we sit around a campfire exchanging the scariest stories we've ever heard. Mm. You go first, new girl, we encourage. She shakes her head. I'd actually like to go last, if you don't mind. I want to hear all your stories first. Most of our tales are urban legends. Humans can lick too. Aren't you glad you didn't turn out the light? And several versions of a couple meeting an unfortunate fate while trapped in a car at the dead of night. Then it's her turn. Honestly, stories with blood and gore don't scare me. They're so over the top, so implausible, that they're more ridiculous than they are frightening. What's scary to me are the mind fucks, she continues, tapping her index finger on her temple. The unexpected, the unknown, no ghosts, mind you, or chain-wielding maniacs, but ordinary people like you or I. For example, a stranger spends a weekend at the cottage with her boyfriend and his friends, she says as she holds up her uneaten cupcake and feeds them some homemade pastries. See, that one's not a ghost story. I thought I'd switch it up a little bit. Uh, Wait, hang on. Was that actually the punchline that she fed them pastries? Because she didn't say anything malicious. Um, do you they not get the in? point? <laughs> she they... says as she holds up her uneaten cupcake. As in, she's poisoned them or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah it's implied. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, oh. um, let, me, let me change it. For example, a stranger spends a weekend at the cottage with her boyfriend and his friends as she holds up her uneaten cupcake and feeds them some poisonous homemade pastries. Whoa, scary! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I tell you what, I was, I was, I was about to give it a five, but like, I was probably about nine. <laughs> Tom, I am, I am, I am turtling after that, mate. That was very scary. Right. I'm, I'm shaking thank like you, a leaf. Thank you. I am shaking like a leaf. Uh, oh no, to be fair, I give that a good six again. It was, it yeah, I give that a six. I thought it was well written. Mm, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Whoever wrote that one, or whoever, whoever. I sp- actually, yeah, I suppose that's probably not real because unless it was told by yeah. the murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, well written rather than well a good account of a real I thing. Think, I think that one was just fictional, but I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. Mm. Oh, now I can't. Now I can't put true ghost stories in the thumb, the the title even. You can uh, just put a little plan. asterisk. Other other than Tom's, yeah. just this, put a little this, asterisk. This next one isn't true, by the way, but... Okay, <laughs> fine, all right, well... 
No asterisks then. <laughs> right, go on. Um, right, so this one's called Candle Cove. Uh, well, to wait, be fair, well, what, we, was we that, might wait, need... what was that called? Candle Cove. Oh, I read that one. <laughs> can you, oh, for God's can sake. You, can you give me a, a, a few words for when I should uh, do yeah. win? I'll say, I'll say, surely, surely, and then you, you do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this... This one is in the <laughs> shut up. This one, this one is in the format of a forum. Okay, so the first person that talks is called Sky. The second person is called Mike. I will tell you when, but it's meant to be like they're chatting in a forum. Okay. Okay. So the first post says Sky Shell 033 Candle Cove local kids show is the subject. Does anyone remember this kids show? It was called Candle Cove, and I must have been six or seven. I never found reference to it anywhere, so I think it was on a local station around 1971 or 72. I lived in Ironton at the time. I don't remember which station, but I do remember that it was on at a weird time, like 4pm. Mike replies, it seems very familiar to me. I grew up outside of Ashland, and I was nine years old in 72. Candle Cove. Was it about pirates? I remember a pirate marionette at the mouth of a cave talking to a little girl. Sky replies, Yes, okay, I'm not crazy. I remember Pirate Percy. I was always kind of scared of him. He looked like he was built from parts of other dolls. Real low budget. His head was an old porcelain baby doll. Looked like an antique that didn't belong on the body. I don't remember what station that was. And I don't think it was WTSF though. Jaron, new character, comes in here. Sorry to resurrect this old Fred. But I know exactly what show you mean, Sky Shell. I think Candle Cove ran for only a couple of months in 71, not 72. I was 12 and I watched it a few times with my brother. It was Channel 58, whatever station that was. Mine would let me switch to it after the news. Let me see what I remember. It took place in Candle Cove and it was about a little girl who imagined herself to be friends with pirates. The pirate ship was called the Laughing Stock and Pirate Percy wasn't a very good pirate because he got scared too easily. And there was a Calliope music constantly playing. Don't remember the girl's name. Janice or Jade or something. I think it was Janice. Sky then replies. Thank you, Jaron. Memories flooded back when you mentioned the laughing stock and Channel 58. I remember the bow of the ship was a wooden smiling face with the lower jaw submerged. It looked like it was swallowing the sea and it had that awful Edwin voice and laugh. I especially remember how jarring it was when they switched from the wooden plastic model to the foam puppet version of the head that talked. Haha, <laughs> I remember now too. Do you remember this part, Sky Shell? You have to go inside. Ugh, Mike, I got a chill reading that. Yes, I remember. That's what the ship always told Percy when there was a spooky place he had to go in. Like a cave or a dark room where the treasure was. And the camera would push in on Laughingstock's face with each pause. You have to go inside. With his two eyes askew and that flopping foam jaw, and a fishing line that opened and closed it. Ugh, it looks so cheap and awful. You guys remember the villain? He had a face that was just a handlebar moustache above really tall, narrow teeth. Uh, new character called Kevin Hartz replied here. Uh, I honestly, honestly thought that the villain was Pirate Percy. I was about five when this show was on. Nightmare fuel. Jaron replies, that wasn't the villain. The puppet was the moustache. That was the villain's sidekick, Horace Horrible. He had a monocle too, but it was on top of the moustache. I used to think that he only had one eye. 
But yeah, the villain was another marionette. The skin taker? I can't believe what they let us watch back then. Kevin Hart replies, Jesus H. Christ, the skin taker. What kind of kids show are we watching? I seriously could not look at the screen when the skin taker showed up. He just descended out of nowhere on his strings. Just a dirty skeleton wearing the brown top hat and cape. And his glass eyes that were too big for his skull. Christ almighty. Sky responds, wasn't he top hat and cloak all sewn up crazy? Was it supposed to be the children's skin? Mike replies, yeah, I think so. Remember his mouth didn't open and close. His jaw just slid back and forth. I remember the little girl said, why does your mouth move like that? And the skin taker didn't look at the girl, but at the camera and said, to grind your skin. Sky Show replies, I'm so relieved that other people remember this terrible show. I used to have this awful memory, a bad dream I had where the opening jingle ended. The show faded in from black and all the characters were there. But the camera was just cut into each of their faces and they were just screaming. And the puppets and marionettes were playing about spastically and just all screaming. Screaming. The girls were just moaning and crying like she'd been through hours of this. I woke up many times from that nightmare. I used to wet the bed when I had it. Kevin Hart replies, I don't think that was a dream. I remember that. I remember that was an episode. Sky, no, no, not possible. There was no plot or anything. I mean, literally just standing in place, crying and screaming for the whole show. Kevin Hart, maybe I'm manufacturing the memory because you said that, but I swear to God I remember seeing what you described. They just screamed. Jaron, oh God, yes, the little girl Janice. I remember seeing her shake and the skin taker screaming for his gnashing teeth. His jaw careening so wildly I thought it would come off its wire hinges. I turned it off and it was the last time I watched. I ran to tell my brother and we didn't have the courage to turn it back on. This one's quite a lot later and it's from Mike Painter. I visited my mum today at the nursing home. I asked her about what, when I was little in the early 70s, when I was 8 or 9, and if she remembered a kid's show, Candle Cove. She said she was surprised I could remember that, and I asked why. And she said, because I used to think it was so strange that you said, I'm going to go watch Candle Cove now, mum. And then you would tune the TV to static and just watch Dead Air for 30 minutes. You had a big imagination with your little pirate show. And that's it. Whoa. I was, I was actually queuing myself for that the was good. wind, but it never came. So that was, oh, Sorry, I completely... Do it now, do it now. Surely, surely. That was a good story. I, 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 got, good, I got to yeah. admit, I did get bored, but the punchline was very good. Yeah, I yeah, it was a little bit too. I was, I was wondering what the punchline would be. It wasn't a letdown of a punchline, so that was good. Because like, I've, I've definitely heard stuff like that where the punchline was all right, but not yeah. good enough considering how long the story was. But that one was, that one was quite good. So I'd maybe give that like a 7 or like a 7.5. I, yes! I, I think that's the best one. I'd give it an 8. Yes! Nice little, yeah, nice little round off. Mm. So, yes, well, well I think cumulatively, um, Henry came last, which is mm. um, I'm not surprised. I was I, on this show. I was a bit, um, I was a bit worried that my stories weren't that scary, but you know, yeah. oh, I think well, with, with ghost stories, just a lot of them are a bit like they're, they're just they're just interesting more than they're scary half the time. Yeah. So. So like, oh, I was, was proper triggering my imagination. Like I had, was picturing everything. Mm. There's um there's a podcast I've been listening to a lot lately called the No Sleep Podcast, and I think that's sort of what's triggered me suggesting to do this mm. because they just sort of get voice actors in to read out Reddit stories 
and it's really good it's really scary they obviously know how to i don't know get it across in a way that they know will scare you mm -hmm. um, but yeah it can be done well i don't know we're not, we're not professional voice actors are we so yeah if you couldn't tell <laughs> i do like that 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 one about the that's i know it's a bit, it's become a bit of a meme now the cloth but um <laughs> that one with the cloth was i did like that though I, I did like this sort of the whole concept. I think if I hadn't listened to that before, I'd have probably put that a bit higher. Mm. But I like, I like, the, I like the whole concept of that. I like that it was short and sweet. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it captured my attention because it wasn't like wasn't trying to set the scene for too much, you know. Yeah, and it also it just immediately reminded me of Weeping Angels and when I was seven and them scarring me. Oh yeah, Weeping Angels was horrific. I, the, I, the, there was the there was the Matt Smith one and the David Tennant one and they were I can't I can't actually decide which one was scarier probably the, the David Tennant one. David David oh. Tennant it sort of reminded me of like Alien and Aliens like the first one is the horror film and then the second one is the action so the David Tennant one is like the horror and then the Matt Smith one is more action heavy than scary yeah, yeah fair the, enough that the second one scared me more from what I remember. When you know when she she like is it Amy that he's with in that one? When she goes blind yeah. in that forest. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. is it the one where they're like, oh they're not casting any shadows or something like that? It's like why aren't they casting any shadows? No, it's like why why if um they have three heads, so why don't the statues or something? Oh yeah, that's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember thinking that was really, really cool. That was that was a really yeah. Mm. The sh the shadow ones, the Vashtanorada in the library. A bit like the, the uh... good scary episodes of Doctor Who. Is that Rory you just left? I don't know. I would like to point out that, like ten minutes into recording, Brad joined and said Craig is a pussy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I just ignored it. Rory's very quiet. Yeah, I could hear you, Rory, but you're quite <laughs> quiet. But um, I, I wonder whether we should round off there because I reckon it's just going to go downhill now. We're always got all quiet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, thank I you. Think, well, I reckon this yeah. will be the least. I weirdly because I think we want to make it a bit some scary episodes. I reckon this will be the least scary of, yeah. the, of, of the of the five episodes we got planned for October. Well, uh, with, I'm not sure with, it'll be the least scary. I've forgotten what what the ideas are now. We've got four. Well, of we them. won't. We, yeah, we won't. Um give them yeah, away, not, but... not we're not going to reveal them it's going to be a sort of yeah. a three o'clock surprise i mean obviously yeah. we release our episodes to six but we do the we we sort of do the preview at three roughly yeah uh so at the so, time yeah. of recording it's about 20 to three so we'll do our little hype post in a second uh but yeah um thanks, thanks for, for coming for the first episode of uh the halloween month the uh what, what, what was the hashtag Rory you thought of earlier bring a horror uh, Bring a horror movie. Bring a horror story or something. Bring a horror story, yeah. yeah. That'll be the hashtag. Get the hashtag booming. Get uh, the hashtag booming, then we'll get loads of followers. Get us trending on Twitter. Yeah, that'll be mad. That's not going to... Right, anyway. Happen, but yeah. Well, I think we're already stuck in a well somewhere, so... I think we yeah, probably it just... sounds like it, so... That's probably the scariest thing that's happened so far. <laughs> Rory! <laughs> right, anyway, thanks for coming to the Bring It Podcast. See you later. Yeah.